You're listening to Chris Farrell's On Watch podcast from Judicial Watch. I'm Chris Farrell, and this is On Watch. Welcome to On Watch, everybody, the Judicial Watch podcast, where we take a dive behind the headlines to report on things that the mainstream media would rather you not know about or forget altogether. We try to recover some lost history and explain the inexplicable. Today, we've got a real treat for you. On the show, Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama, who has placed a hold on the promotion and appointment of 300 flag officers, that's admirals and general officers, uh, in the Pentagon. No promotions as long as Defense Secretary Austin and the Biden administration continue to fund abortions through the Department of Defense. Senator Tuberville, thank you so much for joining us on Watch. I want to get right to it. It seems like you've really upset the pro-abortion operatives. They trotted out three service secretaries to go on to uh, state-controlled media on CNN. And some of these service secretaries used some pretty aggressive language about you. They said that your hold on these flag officers' promotions, your hold is aiding and abetting communist and authoritarian regimes. And another service secretary claimed that you're playing Russian roulette with American service members' lives. You know, uh, I'm a former Army officer, and I can tell you, I don't think I've seen three service secretaries show up at one place at one time for anything, let alone uh, pushing an abortion narrative. And the language they've used against you is pretty reckless stuff. What do you have to say, sir? Well, and as in football terms, as I've talked over the years, this is an all-out blitz. You know, I knew they were coming. It's been it's been six months, uh, very little conversation. They they have no answer for the American taxpayers. Sixty <clears> percent <throat> uh, of the uh, people polled across the country, Democrat, Republican, and Independent, sixty percent say they do not want one dime spent on ta- on on abortion, taxpayer money, none. And uh, it's I don't understand what where, where these people are coming from. Now I'm disappointed in the Secretary of the Air Force and navy and and uh you know i know these people uh that's not them somebody's telling them what to do i mean they're calling me uh pretty much a terrorist or communist are you kidding it's me reckless there's, stuff yeah there's nobody more supportive of the military than me i was a military brat my dad was in the military all of his life lost his life on active duty i'm you know there's nobody that that believe in our military more than me. And that's one of the reasons I'm doing this because I see the direction. Now, again, I'm on the Armed Services Committee. Uh, I'm in all these hearings, closed, classified, makes no difference. And I've seen the change in three years of our military, how what we're teaching, how woke we're, we're becoming. And it's all coming from the Joe Biden administration all the way down through his Secretary of Defense, Secretaries of Air Force, Navy, Army, uh, admirals, generals, I've vetted all these 300 that uh, generals and admirals, uh, we've had time to do that. And there's some of them I will never vote for, for confirmation. But again, going back to your audience, I do not have a complete hold on all of these admirals and generals. Chuck Schumer can bring them up one at a time and have them confirmed. Uh, but he won't do it. He's trying to make me look bad. He's trying to make the Republicans look bad. But what he's trying, what he's actually doing is showing the ignorance that the American taxpayers can see through this. So 
again, just disappointed in people. And so there's no leadership here in Washington, D.C. when it comes to the Democratic Party. Uh, and if you're ever going to have leadership, it has to be in the military because you have to be disciplined. That comes from leadership. You have to be consistent. People have to trust you. And I don't think there's anybody. That's the reason we're losing all these recruits. Nobody's getting in the military anymore because of what they're seeing and what our military is turning into is a woke society of people that want to change everything that we do and how we do it here in the United States of America. You've hit the nail on the head. And I can tell you that you've got General Brown coming before you for confirmation as the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, replacing General Milley. Milley, of course, is a disgrace. He's the biggest disaster since Benedict Arnold. And uh, I've written a column in the Washington Times describing exactly how he should have been court-martialed. But you got this bright guy, Brown, coming in who's destroyed the Air Force in the last two or three years. But this points to a larger systemic thing that you touched on, which is it's an incredibly top-heavy force right now. We have, in World War II, the ratio was one general to 6,000 troops. Now it's one general or admiral, one flag officer, to 1,400 troops. It's a grossly, obesely, top-heavy animal. And uh, probably about half these general officers and, and admirals we could probably cut and do just fine with. That's my opinion. What do you see with the, the size of the flag officer corps? Well, you're exactly right. Of course, they're, they're pointing to me going, you know, uh, coach or senator is, is holding back readiness of our military. Uh, that is so far from the truth. Number one, it's not the admirals and generals that get our military prepared and ready to fight. It's the privates, it's the sergeants, it's the lieutenants, captains, majors, the people that actually are there doing the job. As you just said, we are so top heavy in this country with admirals and generals. You get run over around here by, <laughs> by these admirals and generals driving around with their entourage of two or three black SUVs. Uh, yep. We need to cut two or three sides off that Pentagon and empty it out <laughs> a little bit and send the money down to the people that actually do the war fighting. And, and, the, and they do country. travel with a posse. You, oh, you've my got goodness. one general or admiral, and he's got eight or ten guys moving around with him. It's like a – it is. It's a posse. It's craziness. Yeah. I don't know what they're afraid of. I mean, I've only been up here three years, and I, 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 I'm afraid to tell you how many death threats I've had, uh, how many people have – you know, that, that really, really ridicule you, uh, you know, that's, this is not the safest job in the world, especially when you take the side of a conservative American that really believes in our constitution. I mean, uh, you're, you're, we're few and far between, but again, it's just, I hate to see the direction of our military is going. As you said earlier, we're going to have a new joint chiefs of staff if they ever bring him to the floor, but I don't, I don't, you know, if they don't bring him to, to the floor, he's not going, he's not going to get a promotion because I'm not going to, release this group. Uh, I'm dug in. Uh, I understand what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. I'm doing it for the American people and the people from my state of Alabama. I have had almost zero negative mail talks. Now, I, of course, I hear some talks about uh, from some of these uh, Democratic uh, uh, mainstream media folks that they, you know, they're getting all kind of tweets about how how disappointed they are in me. But, you know, I, you know they didn't vote for me. OK, yeah, uh, I, there, there's a certain yeah. female senator who's been quite uh, uh, loud uh, about her opinions on these things. But I think really the lesson, sir, the real lesson is 
the pro-abortion political operatives who have a heavy hand in the Biden administration, that they can roll out three uh, service secretaries to appear on state-run media, CNN, to sit there and bash you for 20 minutes. That gives you an idea of the weight behind this and who's really pulling the strings and calling the shots. I've never seen three service secretaries appear at any one time to do anything. Well, again, they, they, they're, they can't see the light at the end of the tunnel here. They're, I think they're starting to panic because they run into a wall here knowing, hey, this guy might not change his mind. I keep telling them that, and I told them this even before they put the uh, put this uh, policy in effect. I'm not changing my mind. If I do this, I mean, you're going to have to either move the policy back and vote on it like we're supposed to, uh, or I'm not changing my mind. And, and again, going back, this is, it's a little bit about abortion because now we have had an abortion policy for 35 years in the military. It was voted on, brought to the floor by the Democrats 35 years ago. Joe Biden himself voted for the three exceptions uh, in the military, rape, incest, and, and the health of the mom is the only reason that you have an abortion. It has worked perfectly. Uh, they had a briefing for me with all these people that actually put this uh, uh, bill together and trying to convince me to change my mind. Now, and one question I asked was, can I see your folder of uh, people in the military that have complained about this policy? They had UNO, UNO, uh, people that had written up anything negative about this policy, but here's right. what they did. Roe Wade came down, Joe Biden said, we can't control what happens in the states, but we can control what happens to federal employees. So that's the reason they changed it. Abortion at any time, paid for by the taxpayers in terms of travel, three weeks off. Uh, right. It, it right. is a disaster. You know, I hope that some of your colleagues uh, learn a lesson from you for how to apply some pressure and how to get results and how to ramp up uh, and get some kind of responsiveness from the administration, because this is a super important topic that you've picked. But I can come up with a half dozen other big issues that if various senators would take action like you have done here, uh, we might be able to turn the ship a little bit. Well, all said and done, I'm not looking for a badge of courage here. I didn't come up here to, uh, to, to, be, to go along, to get along, to, to make friends. Uh, I came here to represent the people of Alabama that sent me here and the citizens across this country that love our constitution and the great America that you and I have, have had the opportunity to grow up in. But now we're running up against a group, uh, even on the other side here that are senators that want to change the way we do business in this country. After 247 years, they want to change it to something, something else. And uh, I'm standing in their way. And I don't, you know, I'm again, I don't care whether I make any friends or lose friends. I don't have many up here as it is. Uh, I'm up here to fight. And let me tell you something, the people listening to this, folks, we're in trouble. Our country's in trouble and we better fight. We better fight everywhere we can. And we sure better fight in this ballot box the next time election comes around because they, there's no more important thing to going on right now than trying to get ready and get somebody elected that really understands how great this country is and how to make it even better and not worse. Senator, Coach, all I got to say is amen. You've hit the nail on the head. Uh, stick to your guns. Don't give in. Uh, and know that there's a whole bunch of folks who are Judicial Watch supporters who are supporting what you're doing. 
Well, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, I, I hear these people talk about, you know, terrorism. You know, he it, he's acting like a terrorist. Wait a minute. Close that damn border down there. That's where the terrorists are coming across. That's where we're losing our country. They need to wake up and smell the roses and understand they are the ones at fault here, not somebody that's trying to help make this country better, which myself and a lot of other people up here are trying to do. I agree with you 100%. Senator, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you. God bless. I'm Chris Farrell on Watch. Thanks for listening to Chris Farrell's On Watch podcast. For more information, visit www.judicialwatch.org because no one is above the law.